Hi everybody, welcome to Wrong Term Memory, my name's Jack. And my name's Colin. Jack, how are you this week? Yeah, a bit stuffy, man. Um, and that's why we're running late, because I was in bed all day yesterday feeling, feeling sorry for myself, basically. So, we're a day late, we do apologise, but uh, I've got out of the second bed today, basically, and we'll get an episode to you, so don't say we're not good to you, man. <laughs> you do sound a wee bit stuffy, but it's you sound better than you did yesterday, so I'm glad you're on the main debate, that's good. Uh, it seems to have been for about a fortnight, three weeks, I just can't get rid of the stuffiness. It's, it's nothing, I don't feel particularly unwell, I don't have the fever or anything, I don't think it's the Rona, but it's just non-stop stuffiness. So, well, here, I'm here, and we'll we'll battle through this today, and um got an email, actually, um, from a listener, uh, Gemma. We're going to just start with that, we're always... It says hello at wrongtermemory.com if you want to drop us an email we will um, try to be as interactive as possible but it starts with hey guys started listening with a boyfriend during lockdown really enjoying the new show thanks Gemma um, I was thinking a random and quite interesting to some people anyway topic you should discuss is weird celebrity connections or six degrees of separation not sure if you'd previously done this on the other show I presume she's talking about behind the paywall um, but one that I always think is a little bit mental is Kerry Katona to the Queen. Right, so we'll do that first. So Kerry Katona was married to Brian McFadden. Brian McFadden was married to Vogue Williams. Don't know who Vogue Williams is. Any idea who that is? She is she's a singer. Is she not? I was going to say she's Australian. I think that was his other bird dealt a good room. But I think right. Vogue Williams is a singer. She sounds like a singer. Right, well, she is now, she's now Vogue Matthews, sister-in-law to Pippa Middleton. Well, maybe she's, she's, now, she's now Pippa Matthews. Pippa Middleton's sister is obviously uh, Kate, and Kate's granny is obviously the Queen. So that's how you get from Kerry Katona to the Queen in six six steps. I vaguely remember this being a, like a pub game, but it was um, six degrees of separation to Kevin Bacon. Yeah, it was actors basically, wasn't it? Any film really? could break it down to six places of... Kevin Bacon's kind of linked to any guy, any actor, and no one uh, six moves or something, wasn't it? Yeah, I seem to remember that. And then kind of similar but different as the seven clicks to Nazis, basically on Wikipedia. <laughs> right, so I've got no idea what that is. I saw that on your um, email that you sent me. I've got no idea what that is. So please enlighten me. Right, I think if you start with any um, article that has a a link in it. Uh-huh. Like, so say you started with Dave Matthews Band, for example, you should be able to click the links, or how they highlighted, what do you call them? The hyperlinks. Hyperlinks, yes. Within seven clicks, you should be able to get to Nazis in Wikipedia. <laughs> right, okay. I'm going to play with that later on and see if I can do that then. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that you'll be able to get some of them quicker, and there's some that you won't be able, like, if it doesn't have a hyperlink, obviously... Like, you know how there's some very, very short articles? Yeah. Like if you ever click the random article and it just brings up, like, the, something like, well, something that doesn't have any fucking links, so you can't obviously go from there, but I think anything that's got a link, you can you can get to the Nazis in six or seven clicks. So, that's the um, That's like, um, another game. That yeah. I remember. There's, um, even, like, I take it away from the six degrees of separation stuff and all that, there's even just like odd celebrity links that just happen through marriage that are a bit weird. Like the recent one was Jennifer Aniston being married to Louis Farouk's brother as well. That was a weird one. 
See, is, um, is Justin through? Is that Lou through his brother? Or, or is it his cousin, maybe? I, I think it may be cousin. Cousin yeah. then. Remember, oh. But the fact that they ended up related for a while was always a strange one. I, was, I just thought it was a bit weird. Um, but I suppose there's loads of them with celebrities marrying each other and shit like that, isn't there? He's a producer, I think, Justin through. He's right into the... The producing game, basically, he's not just some fucking, some guy that Jennifer Aniston married. <laughs> the, I think she dumped him because she's single again, I think, so. Is she? Yeah, because like, like, everybody grew up like in love with Rachel from Friends, I think. I, think I can speak for pretty much every man in the world when I say that. Yeah, massive fan. I was a big fan of Friends in general. Oh, and wow. fucking Jennifer Aniston was always, always pretty peachy. And some of the pictures of her recently, I think she's just turned 50. Yeah, and she's still tremendous. Still, still pretty sweet. Yeah, um, Jamie's also attached a picture. She found online of some other funny six-step connections. Um, so we'll do some of these, right? Yeah, there's some good ones here actually. Yeah, um, so from Jordan to the Queen. Yeah, I'll do this one you first. Go for it. Yeah. yeah, so um, Jordan was had a fling with Dane Bowers. And Dane Burrows, um created with Victoria Beckham. Victoria Beckham, very friendly. You're out of with, my mind with the true steppers. Yeah, it was, it was terrible. Like, it was beating number one by Sophie Ellis Baxter. Was it? It was, yeah. I know that, because um, I actually went and got a copy of that CD single signed by both her and Dane Bowers. Um, right, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, it was, yeah, it was Virgin Records or something. The one at the top of Buchanan Street because the girl I was seeing at the time, her little sister, pure loved the Spice Girls. Um, so we took her to go meet uh, Posh Spice and um, Posh Spice because she was in Glasgow, obviously, uh, wore a little part, uh, tartan skirt and she just looked lovely. And she's always been my favourite Spice Girl ever since then. Uh, she is. Um... She's always sort of in the top couple of Spice Girls, even though there's only four or five of them. <laughs> um, she's pretty pal of Elton John. Elton Very John. Yeah. Uh, Elton John. Like, the next guy coming up has been banished, basically. Elton John went on Prince Andrew's stag do. But at least in the he wasn't doing anything at those young girls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was not. And obviously... As mad as the Queen, so that's how you get from Jordan to the Queen in six steps. It's kind of mad I, that if you'd said to me like a year ago that we'd have had that conversation and Prince Andrew would have been dodgier than Jordan, you'd have been surprised, wouldn't you? You wouldn't have thought that that out of that those six people that Prince Andrew's the bad bastard. Yeah, I kind of like the way that the family just you know they banish somebody for your family. Like uh, you are banished. You're now. Well, Jewish for you. Um, is he still a prince? Like, is he? Do you know? I don't think you can get it unprinced, can you? I don't know. Oh. Like, do you remember? Do you remember the excuse he gave as to why some of the stories weren't true? Well, I know some of his excuses, but <laughs> like uh, during the war, yeah. he got so scared that his sweat glands stopped working. Yeah, but that's, that was uh, the big uh, one for me. He gets such bad PTSD, he no longer sweats. <laughs> so, like, obviously. I was in the, I was sweat. I don't know what he thought he was trying to portray there, but the interview where I don't know the blonde-haired woman. I can't remember her name. The it was the one for for Newsnight. It wasn't Kirsty Wark. It was. No. I know. Does, I know who you mean. It was for Newsnight. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But she's heavy, Gillingham, and 
it's it's horrible to watch. Yeah, you know he's just lying. It's horrendous. And the thing, one of the things he didn't lie about, which I, I, I don't think he lied about, he said that he went to Pizza Express, right? Now I don't know if he was at Pizza Express that night or whatever, right? But he must have been at Pizza Express at some point because surely the people at Pizza Express know Prince Andrew comes to their restaurant. But what the fuck's Prince Andrew doing going to Pizza Express? Like Pizza Express is shit. Like, well, that's what that's what he was trying to say. That's why he remembered it because it's not a common occurrence for a prince to go to Pizza Express. So that's why he specifically remembers that specific night at that very specific time when he was specifically meant to be doing other things. So yeah, if, if I became a prince, I'd probably still go to Nando's, but I think that's as low as I would go in terms as of. As would go. Yeah, I, I don't think I, I'd slum it at Pizza Express. I just don't think so. I'd like to think I'd get uh, a Nando's black card if I became a prince. I'd be quite happy at that point, but. They don't do them anymore, do they? Shut I thought they'd get rid sure. of them. Did they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did, man. Yeah. Oh, that's the only reason I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> I hope I won't get that one. No yeah, way. I think um, like Ed Sheeran had one example who was a rapper. Had one famously. But yeah, I think they've got rid of them. I think. I oh, might be wrong. Man. You know that, that I can get things wrong, but I'm pretty sure that they've they've been binned, which is... Terrible news. Which is silly, I suppose. They've established themselves enough that they don't really need that yeah, additional that sort of stuff now. Yeah, they were probably a, a much smaller, like Piri Piri Chicken and stuff like that wasn't such a big thing. There's a Piri Piri Chicken on every corner now, basically. Yeah, all the fake Nandos and stuff, Peppies and all yeah. that. Uh-huh. Um, we've got another one here, um, Prince Charles to Hugh Hefter. Right, okay. Yeah, it's just quite a good one. So you've got Prince Charles who um, met Beyonce. Um, Beyonce Knowles or Beyonce Carter I suppose it is now um, Beyonce was in Austin Powers 3 with Mike Myers well, she was yeah <laughs> who has also co-starred with Liz Hurley in Austin Powers 1 um, Liz Hurley hung about at the Oscars with Pamela Anderson and right. Pamela Anderson posed for Hugh Hefner in Playboy yeah. uh, okay. like how like this this game is it literally just hung about with somebody once, was pictured with somebody once, is that how loose it can be? I suppose it can be, I mean the Six Degrees of Separation when we with um, Kevin Bacon was more, start, they starred in a film with, so there was actually a proper rule I suppose you could say whereas this is just, was once in the same room as isn't it, it's a bit there's a little bit more scope with this one isn't there Yeah and, th- and this is how I think we get from Saddam Hussein to Kylie Minogue next <laughs> um, Saddam Hussein met in Baghdad in 1990 with Sir Edward Heath um, who sat on I'm struggling to read this he sat on the Tory benches yeah yeah with uh, Liam Fox MP who once wait a minute who was once close to what does close to mean does that mean he was very he was was friendly with her at one point and there was rumours I don't know if it was ever confirmed or anything that Liam Brillier yeah Beth Remember that who started neighbours with uh, Anne Charleston? Uh, <laughs> yes. Okay. If anything, I'll tell you why I'm laughing. Adela worked with Kelly Minogue. So Anne Charleston is obviously Madge from Neighbours, right? Who right. was in a lot of scenes with Kelly Minogue, right? I was waiting for you to finish there because I just glanced at the picture and I thought Anne Charleston was still a black. I thought I was. I thought I was still a black. Yeah. <laughs> um, who, by all accounts, was a right horrible bastard. By the way, was she? I've never yeah. Asked, no. I, apparently, she was a fucking cow. Um, 
real nasty woman. Like she used to, people used to go up to ask her for autographs, told them to fuck off and all that. And she used to be off with waiters apparently and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Priscilla, is it Pris- was her real name Priscilla Black? Um, this could be one of these things which I think is true, which isn't right, which people were starting to realise is a regular occurrence on this show. I've got a feeling her name's Silla White, but there was already a Silla White, so she became Silla Black. Right, aye, something like that. Then. I, that's that sounds right to me. I'm going to check because I need to know. Yeah. Um, so, like, um, when when David Bowie first started out, he was he's was called David Jones, but obviously David Jones was in the Beach Boys. He decided to call himself Tom Jones. Then Tom Jones came out like a week later, and he's like that bastard. So he changed to David Bowie, and that's where he eventually got his name. I was actually right about something. Um, yeah. Priscilla Maria Veronica White, um, better known as Silla Black, yeah. So that was one of the odd times that I've heard something that stayed in my brain and it was actually true. Yeah, so like I say, that's from Gemma, and we love stuff like that. If you want to send anything in, anything like that, then um, you might get a shout out and we might, we might play a little a little game. There's a bit of science behind it, but I think, Colin, as well, it's actually been sort of proven scientifically that anybody can be linked to almost anybody within about six or seven degrees of separation, is that right? Yeah, so this, obviously this is a game and it's obviously a hell of a lot easier when you're talking about people like Kevin Bacon and actors and actresses who all appear in big ensemble movie things and stuff like that. But there was a like a scientific research study done uh, based on like obviously 6.6 billion people in the world or something like that. And they came to the conclusion that you're no more than usually 6.6 degrees of separation, so let's just call it seven to make it easier. Uh-huh. Um, and this was based on people at Microsoft basically studied the records of 30 billion electric conversations amongst 180 million people in various countries. Um, they basically this started back in 2006, and they used Microsoft Messenger, which back in 2006 was pretty much the daddy. There was oh you had ICQ. I think you had Yahoo Messenger back then as well, but everybody and anybody used MSN Messenger. It was pretty much the Facebook of its time. So oh. any sort of online traffic, online chat and all that stuff would have gone through there. And they basically found that by going through that database and looking at the different people that were speaking to each other and the different people that connected with each other, um, that they found the average length was 6.6 hops and 78% of people could be connected in seven steps or fewer. Um, I think the the one that they found one that which took the most. Um, I don't know who the people were or anything, but the one that was yeah. the most steps was twenty nine steps. I, but to consider, like people an acquaintance, they had to have just sent each other one message. Is that yeah, right? One message, or been in the same room at the same time, or something like that. Yeah. Um, so that's that's see. To be fair, if you told me, if you said to me, Colin, you know what, you are. You and Kanye West are connected, uh, and it's only by twenty nine steps. I'd be fucking delighted that it's only twenty nine steps. Um, that's the most, and that's the <laughs> most. So it's obviously less than that. It's probably about seven. Um, so I, um, it's, it's it's quite good when you actually hear this stuff. And you talk about it, then there is a bit of research to back it up. It's not just clickbait on Buzzfeed or something like that. Again, this just shows you that researchers in Microsoft have always had intimate fucking knowledge of your conversations with people. <laughs> oh yeah, totally, before you even knew about privacy or the really knew about that. Yeah. On a 56k modem, paying a penny a minute probably. Yeah, this was 14 years ago this study was done, so I'd imagine now that with 
Tinder or whatever, X, Y and Z that this one message thing will have reduced the numbers because there were lots of people who have spent who've maybe banged out a hundred messages, alright darling, how's it going or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right? So that's that, that would give this um, scientific study extra acquaintances so it would narrow the numbers again. So they've, they've probably and, got massive ge- geographical data now as well, which would help uh, with this. And because see because of social media things like Twitter and stuff like that, you can contact a famous person quite easily now. And they can speak back in some ways, which I bet you narrows the field considerably. Because like so I, I got a tweet once by Paul Daniels, the dead magician, right? So yeah. If anybody wants a link to Paul Daniels, they just need to get a link to me and then you've got an automatic link to Paul Daniels now. So things like that, I suppose, makes it a little bit easier too in this day and age. He was another prick as well, wasn't he, Paul Daniels? Was, I don't know if he was, man. I had the Paul Daniels magic set when I was growing up, like the 120 <laughs> tricks in a box or something that oh, you would whip out at Christmas to fucking piss off your aunties. I would pay so much money to see you doing some magic tricks from that. Doctor, <laughs> oh, we're all shite, man. Um, <laughs> Just want to see you with a big hat and a wand. I, no, I don't think you got a hat and a wand or anything, but oh, no I did get like it was like a wee, it was like a box that was like fucking the wee thimble things that you would put balls under and stuff like that. Oh yeah, it was sort of like that. That was the sort of level of trickery you were getting, at, and I think I probably mastered one or two of them and never bothered. Like, <laughs> I think was. Like some magicians nowadays, like that's how they would have started. Like Dynamo, for example, right? He's probably about our age, maybe a bit younger. That would have started as a Paul Daniels magic set, and people just get absolutely obsessed with something like that and just focus so much on it. And like, I quite like like Dynamo, like, and who Paul Zenon? Do you remember him? Paul Zenon, yeah, he was at Welsh or something or English. Yeah, but he was like one of the first ones that done that sort of street magic stuff. Yeah, uh uh-huh, he did. He was one of the first ones to go up to strangers in the street sort of thing. Yes, so like I, I'm quite into that. I can, can watch that every now and again. But yeah, it starts as a bit of a, an obsession as a youngster. I think I never got that into anything. It was it could have led on to me being brilliant at anything. I don't think when I was young, you know. Um, I, I never get obsessed by anything. Do you have any like obsessions when you're a youngster? No, I had stuff that I would become obsessed with, but only for a very a short period of time. Uh-huh. Like, and I think three different times in my life, I've bought a guitar, and three right. different times I've not learned a fucking thing. It's just became an ornament in my in my house or my room at the time. Um, I got a keyboard for a while. Got yep, I learned, I learned, learned about three uh-huh. songs. Chucked that. Um. I went to rugby practice once, lasted about 20 minutes, chucked that. Um, nah, not really. I, I, I'm not a big one for hobbies, really. I, apart from stuff I don't consider hobbies, like playing the computer or um, reading books and all that sort of, I don't really consider that a hobby. It's just things that people do. So, nah, I've never been a big one for that, unfortunately. you reading any books just now, mate? Like, I've not read a book in ages. I think the last book I actually I read, physically read one. The last book I read was the latest J.K. Rowling book, but not Harry Potter. She does like a she does one about this private investigator called called Strike. She writes under a pseudonym, um, and I just read just read the third one of that, and I've got the fourth one on my Kindle waiting, and I've got the new John Grisham book to read as well. I'm, I'm right into John Grisham books. Uh, I always read them pretty much as soon as they come out. I think I've got a new Ian Rankin Rebus book to read as well. Um, I think that's the problem with Kindles and stuff. I've always got three or four books ready to go, but most nights I'll go to bed and stare at nonsense on my phone rather than pick up my Kindle. 
so it takes me uh, a lot longer to read a book than it should do. I'm a big ranking fan. I think I have read, not read them all. I must have uh, 15 or 16 of the 20 odd. I've definitely read. Yeah, they're um, really, as, really good. As, as physical books, they're, they're brilliant, but I, I fell away from fiction like a couple of years ago. I've not read. I've not read a fiction in probably about two or three years. Like I, the last bit I did read was about the Cocaine Cowboys. I spoke about it before, but um, that was a biography, basically. So I kind of fell away from fiction, and even with audiobooks and stuff like that, I would never think of going on Audible and getting a fiction book. I don't know why. Yeah, I'd, I'm the opposite. I would always go with fiction if I'm reading. Um, if I want to learn something... I'll go and do a podcast or I'll go and find an audiobook version or something like that. I, I think I need to hear it to take it in properly. When it's well, something I, like I, I suppose I got the new... I've got all the Partridge books and stuff like that and they are fiction, right? Yeah. But at the same time, it's a different type of fiction. You know, it's not like a fucking... Aye. It's not a storybook, you know? Yeah, it's yours for that for a laugh, isn't it? It's different. Oh, have you listened to his new one? Uh, in the Oat House or something? Um, I I had a, I had a, a mad crazy dream of hopefully going to Florida on holiday in March, and right. I was keeping it for that. Um, but that crazy dream's moved to about September now, so I'm probably going to give up the ghost and give it a listen to now, rather than just I've got a list of books and a list of things like that I kept saving. So I was originally supposed to go to Florida this year, right. obviously it got cancelled, and I've had a big list of stuff hungover from that. So I'll probably just end up biting the bullet. And over Christmas, I've got about three weeks off work at Christmas, and I'll batter through some stuff like that that I've got kind of queued up. I've got a habit of listening to stuff in bed, so I fall asleep quite a lot, and then then I lose my place, and I forget where I am, and <laughs> can't get back into things. And that's what happened with Alan Partridge. I listened to the first two or three, like out with the dog, and one night I fell asleep with it on. When I woke up, it was like on like part nine or something. Yeah, I have no idea where I left off. Not a fucking clue. So. Um, it's my own fault but I've not got back into it since then so. yeah I've stopped doing that at night time I used to do that but I listen to my music with earpods and see when you wake up in the middle of the night and you've lost an earpod and you've got to literally turn the bed upside down to try and find this missing earpod yeah. um, it get, and it's like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning and you, you your brain tells you it's in the bed somewhere I'll get it in the morning but then you can't get to sleep you're sitting wondering where the hell is this earpod where is it where is it so I've just chucked it and it's not worth it no man, I still do it every single night of my life. I will put in one one AirPod and just listen to something, and then see when I turn over. Like I'm a lazy bastard, I can't move. I'll get another AirPod out, so I just sort of flip the right one upside down and put it in my left ear. <laughs> You're a lazy bastard. No, but like I, it's a, it's like an obsession because let's see, I can be sound asleep, wake up at like say five in the morning, and let it pick up my phone and start like put on a new podcast yeah and must hear what 10 seconds of it at the most i'll like flick through my phone and pick a new one. Oh, that that sounds good put it on boom sleep i'd be as well putting the sleep timer on for what's the minimum you can put it on for a minute or something yeah i'd be as well doing that yeah i don't know you, did you ever thought about listening to something like the the sound of rain or something like that yeah, I used to do that, man. Used to, yeah. um, used to listen to the soundscapes. Used to quite like there was one or two of my favourite. Um, being on a train, all right, train okay. hum, um, right. was quite good. Um, camping in rainforest was quite good as well. Okay, <clears throat> so it was like the, the the frogs and the rain, like on the on the tent, and then just just white noise. 
Because um, you know you get white noise, pink noise, brown noise, grey noise, black noise. No, I didn't know that. I didn't know that was a you thing. You get all sorts of different noises, right? Um, white noise is the the most famous one, but you do get like pink and brown noises. Yeah, um, okay. Brown noise won't make you shit yourself. That was just South Park that made that stuff up. <laughs> right, and okay. it kind of took off as if it was an actual thing. It was people believing that the brown noise did make you shit yourself. But yeah, something to, be able to, something to do, something to do with the, the hertz levels or something. But yeah, pink, brown, white noise are all slightly different. Um, but yeah, I quite like white noise. Or a hoover. Or like a hairdryer. What the sound of that? Like listening to that? Yes, I don't mind that. That sounds horrendous. Yeah, I don't mind it, man. Like, don't do it as much as I used to, but it definitely, like, especially if you're suffering a bit uh, anxiety or depression, your your brain's, your brain's going a thousand miles an hour at night or whatever. Yeah. Just that noise, just shh or whatever. It just, it makes a massive difference. You know? oh, well. But no, it's podcast now, which is probably not the best idea. Especially if it is something interesting and you do get tuned in. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's, 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 it's just something that's disposable and it doesn't really matter if you miss bits of it, it's all good. But if it's something you enjoy and you actually want to hear, it's probably not the best. Yeah, so that's um, that's that. I need to get I need to get newer pods, man. The ones I've got aren't working quite right at the moment. So I maybe need to get maybe need to get new ones or try and exchange them or something. We'll wait and see. We'll wait yeah. and see. Um, what else has been happening or is happening in the world? Um, yeah, I was just going to say that it's International Man's Day this week, isn't it? Yeah, the nineteenth of November, and again, I kind of think that it can be quite easy to dismiss it, right? International Men's Day, like men don't need a day. Like, yeah, I can, I can hear somebody saying that already. Yeah, uh, well, fuck you, men yeah. don't need a day. Some like vegetarian girl somewhere saying that already. <laughs> but it's um, it's not. It's not just like a man's day, like if you actually read about it or take a wee bit more of a deep dive into it, it kind of trying to like celebrate and like hit on these six pillars that are basically like pretty solid, like contributions to like nation, society, community, family, marriage and childcare basically. So like when you take a deeper look at it, it's not just oh look, celebrate men. Basically, okay. because nobody needs that day. Like, I understand that. Like, yeah. So it's, it's not need... like taking blowjob day then. It's a, it's a problem. No, no. Yeah, there's there's something a lot more sort of. Um, it's it's a lot broader than that. Basically, and the ultimate aim is to sort of promote basic humanitarian values. Basically, when it boils down to it, which is a good thing. You know, it's not just oh yeah, go men. It's it's deeper than that, and I think. I don't think the title does it any good. It's just International Men's Day, because that is very easy to dismiss, like like you says. But um, over the years, there's been things like in 2011 they've got this like optional second theme type thing that they run beside it, um, alongside these six pillars. So we're just going to bat through a couple of these. I'm not going to go through them all since. Back in the 90s when it started, I think it started to our early 90s, but um, things like 2011, the second theme was giving boys the best possible start in life. Can't <laughs> argue with that, can you? No, definitely not, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what that is, like what is the best possible start, but whatever it is, it's a good thing to have, I'm sure. Yeah, I think it would, it would have been along the lines of 
stable family, uh, like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You remember this shit? Did you oh, ever do any of this sort yeah. of stuff at work and stuff? Sort of basics, like just basic life needs is what they're trying to get out there, like, and you can't argue against that, I don't think, you know. Um, 2016 was stop male suicide. Yeah, I think that goes without saying. That's a good one. Yeah, and this year is better health for men and boys. Which again, you just got to get behind it, man, and don't just dismiss it away as oh, it's International Men's Day. Men don't need a fucking day. It's a lot deeper than that. That's all I'm trying to get at. That's why I decided to bring it on because, like, a couple of years ago when I did sort of first hear about it, I was kind of like wanted to jump in and be a man slagging it, saying, oh, we don't need that, it's a lot of shit, blah, blah, yeah. blah, but uh, look at it a little bit more and you realise there's, there's key points there that are good, basically. Especially that one, that that one for this year is really important as well, better health for men and boys, because that's something I'm very, very bad for. Like, I'll literally not go to the doctor until I'm almost dead or whatever's wrong with me is, like, at its worst possible point or something like that. And I think people are getting worse for that during the pandemic and not wanting to go to doctors and not wanting to use up doctors' time and not wanting to sit in waiting rooms with other people and stuff like that. Like, people probably do need to go see your doctor if something's wrong rather than just waiting and waiting and waiting. And I think guys in particular are the worst for that. See, I'm I'm not particularly shy going to the doctors if I'm if I'm no feeling I'm no feeling great. But I was in the hospital about a year ago, or well, maybe less than that now. But it just got to the stage where I was rolling about in bed for four days. Yeah, <laughs> like, I remember it. it. It'll get better. It'll get better, and it didn't get better. Um, and been in the hospital for a week. I've been in the hospital before. Never want to be back in the hospital again. Obviously, um, I know it's very obvious to say that that they're horrible places, but. Um, the big, big, massive super hospital in Glasgow um, was in there. Used to be the Southern General, now it's the Queen Queen Elizabeth or something it's called. Yeah, um, that's the one. Very high tech and very nice. And I had my own room and stuff like that because I was really worried when I get took in that I was going to get put in one of those big, massive wards. Yeah. Like, well, literally, you're just in a big room with dying people. Twenty other, twenty other people. Yeah. But uh, you get your own wee room, your own wee telly and stuff like that, and um, they look after you very well. Uh, lots of lots of love for the the nurses and stuff like that that were there. They were very very keen on um, making sure that you were comfortable and you were getting on fine and stuff like that. The only thing is, they constantly if you've been in, constantly come in for bloods and stuff like that, so you can't uh-huh. fucking get a good sleep. It's like every two hours or something. It's like bloods this, bloods that, blah 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 so you don't get a good sleep but um, they managed to sort what was wrong with me in six days which is, which is fucking brilliant yeah, yeah. that's good, I was in hospital a couple of years ago I um, I was in holiday and I got unwell towards the end of the holiday and I got like a really bad chest infection and it turned into whooping cough and then that turned into pneumonia and I basically ended up having these coughing fits in the house and I was coughing so bad I was actually passing out and fainting um, because mm. I, I couldn't get a breath and I was just fainting basically and I only realised it myself, I was in the house myself and I was watching something on the TV when I started coughing and I woke up on the couch and what I was watching was finished, it was like adverts and that's the only reason I knew that something had happened like time had passed by sort of thing so that happened in our couple of times and then it ended up finding out it was pneumonia Went to the hospital. I was in for two two nights, I think I was in for. And the first night I was put on a ward 
um, and it was loads of old people on the ward and it was horrible and they were all coughing and making noises. They genuinely, like, I know they weren't all dying, right, but it genuinely sounded like these people were just in beds dying, right? But the worst part of it was this was just before Halloween and they had the ward all decorated for Halloween, right? So there was all ghosts and stuff on the walls and um, bats and creepy stuff and all that. And I was just in a room, I just felt I was in this room of death. Um, But after the first night I moved into a room of my own and that was was cracking. Um, That was much better. Uh, I actually think that new hospital doesn't really have wards anymore. I think it's all pretty much little private rooms in that new hospital now. Oh, it's big enough for it now. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. Um, I didn't go exploring or anything, so I didn't. I didn't know if there's any like sort of um, shared wards. But yeah, you're on your room and stuff like that, and they do, and they do look after you well. So that's like his big shout out to all the nurses and stuff like that. You do a fucking magic job, magic job for sure. So um, when is that day? That's the 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 nineteenth of November. Yeah, that's the nineteenth. So yeah, a couple of days from now, basically. Look so, out for it then. Uh, I'm not saying go fucking have a an international men's day party but um, <laughs> if you think it's a piece of shit take a wee look at it basically is all I'm saying it's uh, not quite as uh, bland and uh, gammon as you might think at first time for something slightly different then um, right, cool. I haven't watched anything on actual live TV right for about two months right maybe longer than that I haven't watched anything on actual TV we watched The Wire um, a couple of months ago, kind of from start to finish, with my wife, and after that, we've been watching a show called Below Deck, um, which is like a reality show based on a yacht, which sounds horrendous, but it's actually amazing, right? It's just so, so good. If you know, you know. But the thing that actually got me back turning on the Skybox last night for the first time in God knows and watching something live was the return of I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. Do right, you okay. watch that, Jack? Uh, no, Karen does, so I, like, occasionally I'll catch bits of it, but no, I don't. I don't watch it start to finish or anything, though. No. Okay, I quite enjoy it. It's it's quite a good laugh seeing these idiots getting frightened and stuff, and Ant and Deck are quite funny on it. But I thought I would run by this year's contestants with you, because I'm curious to know which of them you actually know of. I, I think you're probably only going to know about two of them. Yeah. I've seen the advert, mate, but on you go, because right. um, I, I forgot already who they are. <laughs> okay. So the first person in it is Shane Ritchie. I think you know who that yeah. is. Yeah, I know him, right. Um, what do you know him from, just out of interest? Um, he used to he used to present stuff, and then he moved into a soap, did he not? Um, yes, he did. He was Alfie Moon in EastEnders, but he was on children's TV when we were growing up. He did a programme called Run the Risk with Gunge and all that. That's kind right, of where okay. I first remember That's him. probably where I remember him from, as being a sort of presenter then. Yeah. Um, Alfie Moon in EastEnders, his bird was that. Mad one. Cat. Uh, Cat Slater. Yeah. Um, Okay, the next one is a guy called Jordan North. I had no idea who this was. No, mate, I I think, like I said, I think I've seen the advert and I think Shane Rich was the only one that I (laughs) recognise, so, no, I don't know who this guy is. What does he do? Jordan North uh, is a 30-year-old DJ on Radio 1, which I would have thought 30 is probably too old for Radio 1, but he's he's hanging in there somehow. Uh, I've not listened to Radio 1 for a hell of a long time. Yeah. Um, You'll probably know this one, Victoria Derbyshire. The name doesn't ring a bell, man, but... She had a show on Radio 5 Live and a show on the BBC um, News and all that sort of stuff. She's actually quite good. Um, yeah. Vernon Kay. Vernon Kay's here, isn't it? Yeah, Vernon Kay's on it. Right, okay. He's got a big... That kind of surprises me because he was... 
was quite prime time a couple of years ago. It was like Vernon K presents like Family Fortunes and or shit like that. You know, yeah. he was like the, a prime time guy. So just a bit of a fall from grace. Obviously, I wonder what happens with these people. I, I think they... um, I think Cheating and his wife does that to you, like in the oh, public right, domain. Did, right. Okay. Did he do that? Yeah, right. but I think she 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 took him back and all that. Um. So he's still with her and stuff. But there was all stuff in the papers about him being a bit of a. She was a big darling. Was it? That's Tess Daly, her that presents yeah, right. that dancing thing, isn't it? Right, okay. Um. So I. So he's now doing this. Apparently, he's doing it because his kids love the show and he wants to make his kids happy. I'm sure it's right, nothing okay. to do with the money or anything. Yeah, um. There's a guy in it who I really don't like, who you all know, Mo Farah. Why, why don't you like Mo Farah? Totally <laughs> irrational hatred. I just don't know. Is just one of those ones? I it? just don't like him. Um, he does these stupid adverts for corn. Um, and oh, right, okay. Yeah, he does. I, just, I just don't know. I just Something about him. Um, Holly Arnold, do you know her? No. She is a Paralympian athlete. She only got one arm. Right, okay. She's what in there. Um... Probably not the javelin, um, but she. Well, to be fair, you only need one arm for the javelin. Oh, that's true. Actually, she could be that. Let me see. Does it see you? Fuck off. She actually does do the javelin. (laughs) 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 She competed in the Paralympics in 2008 at the age of 14. The Grimsby born javelin thrower. Fucking hell. Uh, (laughs) Wow. Just shows you. Um, Jessica Plummer. No man, so that's okay. some East Enders person, and yeah. then the last one is Beverly Callard. Do you know that name? No man, that's not right well. That is Liz McDonald from Coronation Street. I don't. Uh, never, never been into shops. Never, never ever, ever ever man. So no. okay, um, I had a little look into. I'm a celebrity. Basically, did the usual. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of your facts, and I found a couple of mad things about it. Is, um, it. is it no fucking in Wales or something this year? Yeah, it's in Wales this year because they can't go to Australia, right, so okay. it's in this big castle thing, um, which is weird. But I found out that the show uses so many bugs. Right, they've created their own bug breeding factory. Right, so they basically just for this show, for no other reason other than for this show, they bred. 250,000 cockroaches, 153,000 crickets, 2.5 million mealworms, 400 spiders, 500 rats, 30 snakes, 6 1 meter long crocodiles, and 20 small crocodiles. And it basically takes them a year to breed all these animals just for this show. I'm really surprised that there's not been. A lot more kickback against the show then, if that's what they're sort of after. Or just breeding these animals, animals to be, just to be thrown over the top, like heads and stuff. Yeah, um, I, I'm surprised that there's not been more of a kickback, to be honest. But yeah, well. it's it's just imagine that was your job, like you're on cockroaches this week. See how many you can get. What um, oh. Aye, um, crocodiles found out the crocodiles on the show have always got their their mouths wired shut. Um, that's why Again, that's fucking torture man surely <laughs> <laughs> it's not <laughs> nice yeah it's probably worse for the celebrity if they didn't but I um, apparently water spiders scorpions and rhino beetles have all had their teeth or their stings removed as well so see when you see these celebrities and they're screaming and panicking and worried and all that it's all in their brain because they literally can't get hurt by any of this stuff yeah because I've said that I've said that to Carl as well like 
even when they were in Australia, I'm like, they're in like a big massive studio thing, like where all the actual fucking bad shit's locked out. Yeah, totally. They, they, they couldn't fucking run the risk of having black widows and shit running about. Nah, no way. In case somebody died. <laughs> so know, so. I, I, the fear that you see them, it must all just be like, like psychological stuff, like. Ah, but would you like? It doesn't matter if it's a fucking poisonous or unpoisonous cockroach or spider. You don't want them crawling about your head, man. It's fucking disgusting. Like, yeah, the of course so. And then the the last interesting thing I found out for this show, um, you notice if you notice that they always give them like a red fleece and red trousers and all that sort of stuff. Aye, I thought it was just like the uniform. Right? Yeah, it's that is the uniform. But do you know why they give them a red one in particular? Uh, no. It's because if they give them a red one, it won't show up any of the bites and blood or anything that they get from all the different stuff that they come into contact with. Oh, so it's to hide the gore? Basically hide the gore, aye. Make it the more, you, for the, the more I'm hearing about this show, the, the more I'm surprised that it's not been shut down. It's because it's Ant and Deck. People just, Ant and Deck could literally do a TV about, show about murdering the Queen and people would love it. They're just like, everybody loves them and will watch anything they do, won't they? Yeah, I suppose, I suppose. And it's kind of like, it always comes out kind of mid-November, this show. It's kind of entry-level Christmas, isn't it? When I'm a celebrity comes around, you know it's Christmas time. Yeah. So you see any happy. Christmas decorations? Seen I've a few, seen, one. seen a few, yeah. seen a couple of people that I know on Facebook that have let, let themselves down this week with uh, decorations. There's uh, one in your street, actually. Um, there's a window, one of the flats in your street, down from your bit. Uh, they've got these uh, Christmas lights all around their flat window. Um, yeah, okay, that's not the one I see. I seen one local, but it was a house, so it wasn't a flat. So, um, not been out. Any, I've not been out since, <laughs> like, I went to the mall a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> <You're> not <laughs> so I've not been out since then, basically. So I've not, um, not particularly. I've not noticed. Um, I went to the barbers and got a haircut on Saturday because I'm pretty convinced we're going to end up shutting all the barbers this week. So I went and struck with iron was hot and got my haircut. Yeah, I said to. I'm baldy, but I said to Karen the other day, I was like, you better go get it. If you want a haircut, like, now you better go get it, because pretty sure that things are going to get shut down as well. Yep, just like that, to, eh? Just need to wait and see. Um, now, I brought up International Men's Day, because, well, that's soon. Something else that's soon is Google Stadia, right? It's a year old, round about now. Gaming in general, Colin, and Google Stadia... We've kind of discussed this before, so I'm not going to go into too much detail. I'm not a massive gamer, you're not a massive gamer, but you have ordered your PS5, and have you got any thoughts on Google Stadia? Because when you read about it, it sounds like it could be pretty cool. Yeah. But I, I don't know anybody that has it, has used it, or anything. Yeah, I mean, we're recording this on the Monday. I've got my PlayStation 5 coming on Thursday, and I've booked Thursday, Friday, and Monday off work just to kind of chill out and mess about with it. So I'm not somebody that's fucking connected to my console 24 hours a day, but I do enjoy playing it. Um, Google Stadia I kind of looked at because they're doing a promotion just now because it's a year old um, where if you've got YouTube Premium, you can get they'll give you basically a, a month free and a free Chromecast to play it on. Um, so all you had to do to be eligible for that is have a YouTube Premium account and I've got a Premium YouTube account. So I went on the link to try and do it the other day, but I wasn't eligible because my YouTube Premium account is based in India, so uh, it makes me not eligible for the offer, unfortunately, because I was quite keen to give it a go and see what it was all about. Uh, because basically it's like streaming games. Yeah. Like, like, like PlayStation do it with PlayStation Now, I think. PlayStation Now, I always get that mixed up. PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now, one of them, you stream the games, basically. Yeah, yes, now. Um, 
I have, I, like I said, I just don't know anybody that's that, that's got it or played it. Like, you can get a free membership, I'm sure, but obviously that's a bit shitty. Yeah, there's probably supposed to be restrictions and stuff with that, and not, not all the games and stuff. But like I said, I was keen to give it a go, but because my premium account's based in India, they're not interested in giving me a free shot. So, uh, I'm waiting on getting new internet delivered. Um, You're still waiting on that? Yeah, still waiting on it. Like, BT, you've been out and they've, they've fitted the fibre that I needed um, to be able to get the super fast stuff, but uh, Sky haven't been back in contact yet. So I'm still waiting on that um, to come because if I were to want something like this, you obviously need the best the best internet so that you can get your 4K HDR. This, this is just things I don't know anything about really. At 60 FPS and 5.1 <laughs> sound. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that means, but that's obviously high-level best stuff. Yeah. Um, um, and my internet just now probably wouldn't run it, to be honest. So that's the thing with getting this new PlayStation coming. So that's coming on Thursday. But I don't know why I'm saying this because she listens to this show. But I'm in I'm in discussions, I'm in negotiations with the wife about a new telly to go with the PlayStation as well. Um but it's it's very very, very early negotiations and it's because of those things you mentioned, the the four K HDR, the the teraflops, the ray lights or something, what's it called? I don't something know. Not something else. All sorts of stuff that I, I believe requires a new T V. So there's there's early discussions going on. So if you are listening, it's still happening. Like how, like say to get all your four K HDR and stuff like that. What sort of price you talking about for like a fifty inch telly? So you just wanted a fifty inch. Um, what's you talking for that shit? Sixty FPS and all that. If you only want a fifty inch one, you could probably get it for five, six hundred quid, probably. Okay, it's not um, too bad. No, nah, it's not bad. But I've I've got a four K TV, but it's one of the early four K TVs. So I want to get one of the, the new better ones. There's an, there's an LG TV that I'd really, really want, LG CX. Um, but the TV I've got just now is really big. You've seen my TV, so I need to. I don't want to get a smaller one. So it just makes it so much more expensive, doesn't it? Uh, which size is yours? 65. 65 yeah. inch. Okay, I've got yeah. a 55 in the living room, and that's, um, your living room is slightly bigger than mine, so mine was any bigger, it would look a bit, it would just look at a place. Yeah, ours was on a unit and it was really big, but when we put it on the wall, it seemed to shrink a little bit, which makes it much much better for the room, I think. I've got a bracket sitting down the stairs, but um, I, I'm i not a DIY man. Like, I'd end up fucking drilling into a pipe or something, you know, and <laughs> killing myself or just busting the, um, busting the plumbing, talking about that with fucking... <laughs> I did my YouTube tutorials, just kind of watched and followed that and managed to sort it out. You managed to sort it yourself, did you? I'd, I'd still wouldn't be confident in case, just in case I fucked something up really badly. Like the other night, I was taking out. Um, like I, I rent my house. Um, I don't. It's not ours per se, but trying to get rid of it, it was like a tiny wee dishwasher thing that was in a cupboard, and I tried to pull it out, and the rubber wire thing snapped, and just water started pushing absolutely everywhere, man. And this was at like one in the morning, oh, man. so I had to quickly Google. Um, how to turn the water off, and I managed to find the stop, the stop fucking cock king, and managed to turn the water off in my house, and I managed to find the other, the other bit to turn the water off just to that bit. So um, that at the moment is sitting cocked off, um, while we either get a new dishwasher or or, or not. Basically, the dishwasher we never used it. It was must have been from like the nineties. It was tiny. It was like the same size uh, as. 
It was like a quarter. Have you ever seen them? Like a quarter size dishwasher? Yeah, like I know the ones you mean. Yeah, uh, like a wee compact type thing. Yeah, I, I know the ones never you never used it once, and that's why we wanted to get rid of it, because we wanted to put the, the fridge freezer in that cupboard. That's just a buster rubber thing, and it was an absolute fucking nightmare running about at that time in the morning, but um, that's the type of things that happen if I try to do DIY, so fuck. I'm trying to put a bracket up on the wall. <laughs> I'll go just, just get a man in. Yeah, get a man in, uh, actually. Um, we got a mirror put up a couple, um, six months, eight months ago or something, again, before lockdown, um, and talking about ways of de- unmasculating, demasculating yourself. Um, Josh's girlfriend's friend came and fitted it a wee last came. Oh, yeah. Yeah, put the shit up on the wall and stuff like that to hold this mirror so there, there is yeah. nothing more demasculate than a tradesman coming to your house and just showing you up for the useless bastard yeah. that you are like a tradeswoman coming you're like, oh, fuck that's worse <laughs> yeah oh no I suppose it's not worse but yeah it's, it's bad yeah. It's, it's, especially like you just expect that people expect guys to be able to do this stuff but I don't know why because I was never ever shown how to do it and like nobody ever taught me it's not like I failed at doing it. I've just never ever tried it, and I've got to the stage now where I don't like to try many things because I'm paranoid about, like you say, messing it up. I did manage to put a shelf thing up to hold the um, uh, the freezer above, like the thing, and I got the phone out. I got the iPhone out to get the uh, spirit level. You know, there's a spirit <laughs> level on it. Yeah, but that see that's I, I, thought, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool using that man. Wow, yeah. look at me. <laughs> I, I did that. I did some wallpaper when we first moved in, but a real tradesman would have a proper spirit level, wouldn't they? Aye, <laughs> and then see, like when I eventually did put it in, and you lie your your iPhone flat. <laughs> it did say minus one degree. I was like, you bastard. Oh, <laughs> Nobody would ever know. But I thought, no, minus one's alright. It was like minus six or something. You know, <laughs> fucking sideways. But I was pretty happy at minus one for a first attempt at. Um, fit in a, a shelf basically <laughs> <laughs> uh, a hopeless man I am um, right mate we'll move on to the forums basically um, and part of I'm a celebrity I suppose is eating fucking balls and eyeballs and stuff like that so we're going to head down a sort of a quirky food type thing um, to wrap ourselves up so um People have sent stuff in, basically. Yeah, people basically put stuff on a couple of the forums about their own individual food quirks, and some of them I agree with, some of them I think are bizarre, and some people just need their hard drive checked, I think is the only way to describe them. So um, the first one is a guy who says, I hate mushrooms on, in, anything, or mushroom-flavoured things, except for mushrooms. I love mushrooms on their own, like fried mushrooms as part of a breakfast, that's brilliant. But I can't have them on anything else or any other form. Yeah, I like mushrooms or not, surely. I like mushrooms. I'm a fan of mushrooms. Um, especially with steaks, breakfasts, mushroom flavoured things. Do you get mushroom flavoured things? Like, yeah, mushroom like ch- chicken and mushroom potnadon and all that, don't you? And... I suppose I. Yeah, 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 I like mushrooms. So, yeah, that, that seems a little bit weird to specifically like mushrooms. But mushroom flavoured things I suppose I don't like tomatoes I don't mind tomato sauce but I don't put tomato sauce in a lot of things yeah well, they'll I think that's actually come on to that because there's a lot of weirdos when it comes to tomato ketchup right, I can't, uh, no, okay, I can't eat dessert with a soup spoon or soup with a dessert spoon 
first wrong. I don't like soup spoons for anything. Oh really? Yeah, I don't I never use a soup spoon. Ah, oh, yeah, they hold the spoon better. They hold the soup on the spoon better, don't they? Well, yeah, a lot of soup, but like, if I had a choice between just a normal spoon, as I call it, and a soup spoon, <laughs> I'd just always put a normal spoon for everything. Yeah, I would. I'm very much just. I put my hands in the drawer, and the first spoon-like thing that comes out will do. No matter Aye. what I'm having, do you know what I mean? I'm not fussy when it comes to stuff like that. Not mm. at all. Um, so kind of similar to the mushroom stuff. I don't like bananas, but I like banana flavoured stuff. Right, okay. Like, I don't, don't eat a lot of bananas. I'm allergic to I bananas. Don't... Are you? Yes, actual allergic. It's like proper like anthrax in my mouth if I have one. It's horrible. Right. What about banana flavoured stuff? Like a banana yazoo or something? Um, I wouldn't have that because I don't like like milk and stuff like that. But I think because the I like the idea of bananas, like because I know they're really good for you. Like the, the cracking thing to have as a snack at work or before your lunch and work or something like that. So every couple of years I'll try one because they say that your allergies do change every five years or something like that. Right. Um, but it hasn't happened yet, unfortunately. I have tomato sauce on about ninety five percent of things I eat. I'm the opposite. I. The only thing that I put tomato sauce on is a roll sausage and potato scone. That's it. Is that, it? Is that basically? I will occasionally put tomato sauce on chips, but I'll literally go into the, the cupboard where the sauces are, and I'll probably pick up six, seven, or eight different sauces before I take tomato sauce. It's always the kind of last resort, I think. Um, it's just, it's just not. Cool, I see it's a like very, it. very childish thing because I used to put tomato sauce. Like in macaroni cheese and stuff like that, and I, I know a lot of people have sort of stuck by that. I, I kind of think you'd grow out of it, like custard, for example. Like you'd grow out of eating custard, I think. Yeah, totally. Custard was like, oh, custard all the time until you're about eight, and then you just don't eat custard again. <laughs> well, something didn't grow up in this, this weirdo. I can't eat lasagna unless I have coleslaw with it, and I'll leave whatever lasagna is still on my plate if I run out of coleslaw. I fucking hate coleslaw, but I really like the idea of it. Like, I, see the, the constituent components? Yeah. Like, mayo, I don't mind, I actually don't mind carrots, stuff like that. I don't, it sounds good, but it just, when it all goes together, it just tastes shitty to me. I don't like it at all. I, I quite like, a, it needs to be quite a saucy um, coleslaw. See, like, dry ones are <laughs> horrible. Saucy. Yeah, a wee saucy, like a wet one is good, but if you get, like, a dry one, I think it's disgusting. The, the Nando's one's horrible, because that's really dry, that one. Don't like it. Nah, I'm just not a fan in general. Next guy likes to put cheese in a stew, mix it all in. Don't know if it's until you've tried it. Stew is great in its own, but it's even better with cheese. See, stew's rubbish in the first place, but putting cheese in it doesn't do anything for me. Oh, see, I like stew and I like cheese. Melted. Yeah, we've had this conversation before. Yeah. Like, fuck it, just eating a bit of raw cheese. <laughs> but um, don't know, I might actually try that. I might put a bit of cheese in my next stew. Yeah. Well, That's not a not bad idea. I will um, let you know. You mentioned what kind of cheese? Is it like. Like a really flavoursome cheddar, like a, a five, like a strength five, <laughs> or is it something more stringy, like a mozzarella or something that doesn't really taste that much? Need to, need to um, figure it out with myself, yeah. Yeah, you mentioned putting ketchup on your macaroni. This weirdo puts brown sauce on his. Hate, hate brown sauce. Oh, do you? Yeah, I quite like brown sauce. No, I'm not a brown sauce person, no. There's, a, there's a there's version of it's kind of the American version of brown sauce. It's a thing called A1 sauce, and it's amazing. Like it's proper good. It's called A1 steak sauce, but it's basically just their version of brown sauce. But it's very, very good. I like yeah, it a lot. 
Again, a lot of these things will be hangovers from me being a child and just saying, no, I don't like tomato. Oh, no, I don't like brown sauce. It's too nippy. Uh, <laughs> something like that, basically. It's yeah. stuck with me since I was a youngster. Um, sports mixture, or like football gums with galaxy chocolate together. Yeah, I can get behind that. Dairy milk have started doing that anyway. Like putting fucking gums and popping candy and stuff in chocolate. And yeah. I do very much have a sweet tooth. And yeah. I can get behind that. I don't think that's that weird. But... I'm not into that really. I, I like because if you go to the cinema, I like is to get a salted popcorn and also a bag of minstrels and then drop the minstrels into the salted popcorn. That's that's a good combo. Yeah, don't like popcorn. I like oh, toffee popcorn, no. butter kiss toffee popcorn. But oh, apart no. from that, that's about it. Um, move on. Love prawns, but only warm. Thought of eating them cold gives me the book. Yep, I can totally agree with that. I, I like a hot prawn, but the thought of a cold one, nope. I like prawn cold. I, know, I like cold prawns. Nah, yeah. definitely not. Um, this one's a weird guy, right? I, I've got some questions with this guy. I have an obsession with chilli sauce. I must have at least 80 bottles of all types, from standard stuff like Frank's hot sauce and Tabasco, right through to ghost chilli sauce and Caroline Reaper sauce. And I use them in most things I cook. And I put them in almost everything I eat. It gives me a rush, much like I would imagine cocaine would, would offer. Um, okay, so I, I'm, I don't mind a bit of Frank's hot sauce or buffalo sauce or something like that. Very low on the hotness scale. But why is he get 80 bottles of it, Jack? What's the point of that? Surely, they, surely they go out a date. Oh, like if, 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 if that's what you're into, that's what you're into. Like, I, I don't think it's that weird to have... Like, even when you said that you picked up like seven or eight different sauces before getting to the tomato sauce, I thought that was a bit much. <laughs> like, this cupboard must be overflowing. I know. Um, I don't really get the really fucking like Carolina Reaper sauce. Why? It's just painful. I, I don't know. It's just it's oh. not pleasant. Like when you're like, get the milk, get the milk. When yeah. you, you have to, like, you're, you're nearly crying and stuff like that. I don't, I don't get really get that, that pain. No, it's basically just telling your arse you hate it, isn't it? And it's kind of like a show-off thing. It's, I don't know. Like, when you I go for a curry, like, the arse will get a vindaloo and stuff like that. Mm, like, you got a curry the other night and I like to try new curries and I ordered this thing and it was, it came I must have not read it right. It was full of fucking aubergine and tomato, and <laughs> it was just, I was just gutted. You know, that way, where like, Dan just ordered what she ordered, and she knows she likes it, and I thought, I'm going to try something different, yeah. and it was a waste of. Gutted, man. Nothing worse than that. Nothing worse than that happens, because you've just ruined it, and you, you're raging with yourself, because you know, why didn't I just get my usual? Why didn't I just get my usual? Yeah, I got a fancy nan bed and everything, like a fucking garlic oh, and something, man. It was all green and shit, man. It was, <laughs> <laughs> I was just fucking furious, man, but um, I'm not not to do that again and just get a fucking tikka masala <laughs> and plain nan next time <laughs> with a pilau rice, you know? Um, there were, there were two more of these. This next one's quite good. I don't like sweet chilli. I don't like salmon. But sweet chilli marinated salmon? Love it. You don't like sweet chilli and don't like salmon? How do you even try that in the first place? I cannot. See, I, I don't... I like, I like salmon, I think. Like raw salmon. But only ever eat it like twice a year at Christmas or whatever around about Christmas. So, so you mean like thing. smoked salmon then? 
Aye, no. just like the sort of raw pink salmon. Yeah, aye, I can eat smoked salmon, but I'm not very good with fish at all, man. I don't really like any fish. Mm. People that call ketchup, tomato sauce, red sauce are absolute deviants. <laughs> well, I, I don't have any issues with it, man. Like, do you remember the green tomato sauce that came out, but and it kind of never took off because it was obviously so off-putting to people that it was green rather than red? Yeah, it's, but if, if you ever go to Holland... Their mayonnaise is green over there. Yeah, Dutch mayonnaise is green, and it's really, really nice. But it is weird. It's just it's, it's a color that's not really synonymous with food stuff, like other than vegetables and stuff, like for sauces and stuff. I was going to say not, it's not synonymous with food apart from like all half the, the food, is it? Uh, <laughs> but in terms of sauce and pouring stuff over your food, green's not really that. The McDonald's color. mayonnaise is fucking fantastic in Holland. Like yellow. There's um, yellow there, yeah. It's yeah, people, people have told me the name of it before. They don't quite call it mayonnaise, but it's fucking superb, man. The best stuff ever. Again, I don't know if that's because I was stoned at the time. <laughs> like when I was in Holland, like, and everything. When I mean, you're stoned, tastes brilliant. So maybe it was just that. But yeah, the yellow stuff that they've got over there is, is no bad. Um, and else, mate, or is that sort of us? I think that is us for this week, mate. That's the kind of... I think that's about long enough for a week when you've got a wee bunged up throat and that, so... I'm still sniffing away here. Um, as always, we're going to give you the spiel. If you would be kind enough to leave a review, um, send an email, tell somebody, tell a pal about this, uh, if you think they might enjoy it, then it definitely means a lot, so it does. Yeah, it definitely does. It's like I say, we are we are doing this for fun and we, we're used to it in our old world getting instant feedback and instant comments and stuff like that we don't get that now obviously so it's really cool if you reach out on Twitter send us an email like Gemma did leave a review it kind of just obviously we, we know people are listening we get stuff like that through from like the podcast company and all that but it's good to actually put names to numbers and hear from you guys and stuff like that so do get in touch it kind of makes us happy because we're both sad bastards yeah for sure for sure so a big shout out to Gemma and her boyfriend for listening and sending stuff in and Speak to you next week. It'll be Monday again next week unless I take on well again or something else happens. But as always, guys, cheers for listening.